Loading Snacks. What it do? What it do? Loading Snacks Universe. Your boy Jokes is here. I got the homie Gage. I got the homie Sin. And it is time for another edition of Spoiler Boys. Spoiler Boys. And this edition of Spoiler Boys, we are here to talk about Black Panther Wakanda Forever. The Black Panther. The Black Panther. Um, we've been waiting for this to drop for some time now. Uh, we yeah. all, of course, crew's gone to see it. Um, yeah. and I know you guys are waiting to hear our opinions. Before we go ahead and jump into the story or anything about it, we're gonna do the we're gonna do the typical. We're gonna go around the room and we're gonna feel out and see what people think. Uh, Sin, yeah, uh, I'm gonna start with you. Uh, what would you give Wakanda Forever? I would give Wakanda forever a nine. Uh, Gage. Um, I, I give it like a seven. Seven. Maybe an eight. That's, I think it's. I think it's in at a seven. About a seven for me. Um, Sin, I share your opinion of the nine. Um, I. I there's some things to pull it down from being a perfect 10 but overall uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it um uh so let's 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 not waste any time let's just let's just jump into this um the movie kicks off and like you're what we're wondering how how we're gonna work through the elephant in the room of the missing t'challa and they address that as soon as the movie comes on and clearly my man is sick, and Shuri in her in her um, laboratory trying to work through and figure out how she can help her brother. Um, we see her has like like DNA chains, like virtual DNA chains up in the middle of her lab, and it's like she's working through elements of the DNA and trying to find a cure for this sickness that Chachala has. Um, yeah. As she's going through, she's, she's not getting the results that she wants and she's constantly asking. She has her own AI currently right now, you know, asking the status of like, what's what's my brother's heart rate? You know, what's going on right now? And you know, she's working. She's, she's got a team in there. She's, she's a full team trying to figure out what is going on with Chachala. And, you know, we're, we're all hoping, still sitting there, we're all hoping for the best. But, of course, Queen Ramonda herself shows up in Shuri's lab. And when she shows up, I mean, we pretty much all knew what the message was going to be. And, of course, she asked her AI one more time, what, what is her brother's heart rate? And, of course, it was just silence. And of course, we learned T'Challa, of course, had passed. Um, so they wasted no time in hitting us with the quick gut punch. And that moment in itself, like, even though we knew, of course, obviously that was going to be the thing, 
it still was a little it was still a little bit hard to still hear those words actually come out of the mouth of any character in the movie uh, how did y'all feel about that beginning part of the opening scene Gage I'll start with you um I mean I think it probably probably set the tone in terms of like the 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 panic right the the rush that she's in in that but you know this is this is exactly what I predicted it would be mm-hmm. we talked about this this is literally exactly yeah. what I said it was gonna be he's gonna have cancer or something like that and the heart-shaped herb was keeping him alive or was keeping him healthy or was gonna keep him healthy and now it's not there because Killmonger burned it. Literally, that's word for word what I said was gonna be what I thought they would do with this. And I, 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 I you know, she's in the you know, she's trying to recreate yep. the herb. She's not trying to quote unquote find a cure. She's trying to to replicate the the herb, which, um. You know, again, I just I, I think it probably puts us in her mindset, right? Where she is, how she solves problems. She she problem solves through technology, right? And even in the moments where she's being told, "Hey, princess, you should probably go be by his side right now," um, she kicks everybody out, um, because she can't think. And she doesn't know how. You know, it... it there are parts of... I think that the... This is a different Shuri than the Shuri we got in the first movie. And I think they set that tone in this right in the beginning. She doesn't know how to commune with people. She's more comfortable with tech and with AI and so forth then it seems like she is with people even though she seems to like understand trends and stuff like that like I think even all of that she gets through tech um she's not good at the physical social pieces of it she's good at like the internet social pieces of it and um yeah I mean I I I mean I think it was a brilliant way to you have to deal with it right in the beginning, right? You mm-hmm. can't act like he's off somewhere doing missions and stuff like that or whatever. I, right. I just, I, honestly, I, I think the way that it's handled, um, wow. Unfortunately for us, put us right back where we were when we all found out he passed because nobody knew Chadwick was sick to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. He just like suffered in silence. And they basically did the same thing in this, that like he as a character, as a person, as T'Challa chose to do the same, same thing. Same exact thing. And that was I'm the way sick. they were I know I'm sick. But I got stuff I got to do. You know what I mean? Like, there's this stuff that's got to get done because it's important, right? And it's important for me and it's important for my people. And that, to me, just echoed Chadwick so beautifully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, heard was, somewhere, I heard somewhere about that, uh, Jay, that apparently Ryan Cooper reached out to the family about portraying like the real stuff that happened to him all that stuff yeah in the theater that had to be able to do that opening scene and everything and have yeah. it when he passes in it the same way kind of he passed in life and mirror that and everything so yeah 
I mean, I think it just is. It's, I think it was beautiful. Um, it was a it was a wrenching moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right in the beginning, because I'm gonna tell you right now that the Marvel opening crawl <sighs> is Talk. the best opening crawl I have ever seen. It was just. It's not have, not having the music behind it. That's the what music, the so silence, music. yeah, all was, purple, yeah. only images of him. No. I only, could, it was just. Fun. I, I could feel. I could feel everybody in the theater when that was happening. When that Marvel exactly, bro. I, I could. We could all feel. I could, we were I could, all in that same. Feeling. We were all in that same. Yeah. Feeling. You know, nobody. You wanted to let out that gasp, like you knew it was like it was a masterpiece moment. But everybody, yeah. you know, everyone's in my theater at least. Utter, sheer and utter silence. It was yeah. just like that Bruh, moment. Yeah. The silence. only other time I've ever felt that sitting in a theater period, but especially in an MCU film, was, was at movie? the end of Infinity War. Infinity War. When he when he passed, like when he when he turned into like when you see a, a Koye reaching for him, and mm-hmm. like everybody just was gone. Everybody got dusted. We just, just got. We had just got Black Panther. Completely yeah. silent. Yeah, like yeah. it was just silent, and that's the way the theater was—a packed three in the afternoon theater. Same here. The day before the, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was utterly silent, uh, and I know people were crying. Oh, oh yeah. it was yeah. that kind of silent. Like I know yeah. people were crying, and like couldn't even hear that like it was just like what was going on with her whatever yeah but just that opening crawl and like that was like a that's a masterpiece moment for me straight up yeah that's a moment that i will always remember sitting in a theater that is a theater moment for me straight up like they're they're agreed sitting in a theater everybody quiet just watching it and you're literally just trying to like see all the moments you're trying to actually watch all the moments like i never am able to to look at all the little moments in the different letters and stuff like that where they are and this i was like completely through each one of them like it it was it it was it was hard to digest it's like just sitting there watching it i'm uh, it it was hard uh sin i know you kind of already but (laughs) no uh i go like gage hit the nail on the head for a lot that i felt the same way like how it just opened up the the, the chaos that's ensuing. We, we know what's about to happen the second Shuri walks in the way. Okay, here we go. They're about to, you know, do his death on the screen and how they're going to do this. And I thought they, they did it great. And I also loved seeing where Shuri's uh, character arc starts in that beginning one. It, it, the way this opens up to how she likes this evolved throughout the movie and everything, I loved it. Uh, like we just talked about the opening crawl, brilliant. Uh, and the opening was beautifully done. Yeah, yeah, it was beautifully done. It Coming out the gate, we're gonna address the elephant in the room. Let, let, let's get, as we're thinking, like let's get all of the emotions before we start this train run. <laughs> I know they're gonna hit us a few times, you know, throughout the film, but a good yeah, time. yeah. So no, I the way it opens up is brilliant. It's just brilliant the way it opens up. Agreed. Um, and of course, after you know, we do get to see the funeral that they they have for T'Challa. Um, 
vibranium coffin, Wakanda Forever with the Black Panther logo on it. Um, give them the proper send off. Uh, it was a hard moment to digest, but it was they did a very good job at it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. After after the funeral course was completed, um, we did find out there there is a time jump. Um, it's only it's only a year, but it does move the MCU timeline forward again, uh, at least within the movie. Of course, a year's time. And yeah, because you don't really know when that's happening. Right. Like you don't know what else is going on when that's happening in Wakanda, so to speak. Exactly. Yeah. So at least within the time, we know at least after that happened, another year passed. So I'm sure somehow eventually maybe it'll be a timeline thing will be addressed. But as far as we at least we're in a year in the future. Um, when we come back, we're out in the ocean. Um, pretty sure, yeah, we're out in the ocean. Uh, the mission is going down. And it's like they're searching for searching for vibranium uh somehow this machine has been created that can actually go through and detect vibranium go figure that someone outside of wakanda a tony stark course is not around anymore um is able to develop a machine that can locate uh vibranium and the interesting piece of the fact is the vibranium that was actually found by the machine nowhere near the land of Wakanda. So that was a, a little interesting piece that we learned of it. Um, and searching for a vibranium, of course, uh, the divers that go down, you know, they're doing their status updates. Nothing crazy, you know, just the typical checking in, getting deeper, pressure is fine, everything is in the green. Um, and once they get down there and discover the vibranium and see it, you know, all the power lights and things start to go out. So, you know, they're kind of flying blind right now. And no one's thinking anything serious. It's like, okay, malfunction. Uh, talking to the person back up top. Nope, I can fix it up here. No worries. Um, one of the divers looks around. Partner's missing. And, you know, they're, they're asking the question, like, up top, they notice that their vitals disappeared they're just gone she turns and looks and there's nothing but like the the wire that was holding on to the suit keeping them in check to be able to keep track of everything um and then not that far afterwards uh she sees something of course she lets out a loud scream but before anything can really be realized she got yoinked up as well too so at this point both divers are gone um go back to the bridge of the ship that they were that they have reported to or whatnot ever and all of a sudden we have these figures that just start popping their heads up out of the water and they they're letting off this tune song like a siren siren song siren song whatever you want to call it and you know initially you know at first i thought that was i don't know what you guys I thought that was the act, like somewhat of the music or whatever, the, the ominence of what they were trying to develop for us to see. But actually, you know, these are these guys making these noises, these sounds coming from them. Yeah. And it's putting everybody that's in the distance of hearing it into these trances. And they're just walking off the ship and essentially jumping to their doom into these cold waters. Um, they finally, of course, make it up onto the ship. 
the couple that had been monitoring the divers, they realize, you know what, this is an attack. They have like some hearing blocker things, ear, uh, ear, whatever you want to call them, like headphones put in. Earplugs, bro. I'm sure they have some fancy. Hearing thing, like, blocker things. No, no, she said, he's some earplugs. Oh, she said, yeah. Hey, listen, yeah. I feel like those things have some other type of fancy name to them. Like, I, I don't know. They, they got some really earplugs. 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 I don't know. Why. I'm, I'm trying to say AirPods. Like, I don't know why. This is a natural statement. <laughs> um, so they're good. They come out. Uh, they're trying to figure out what's going on. They see one of their members like walking. They're trying to, you know, get his attention right quick. And he ain't paying attention. So the guy shoots, shoots one in the air, and it pulls him out of the trance. Honestly, didn't matter. Uh, we have our guys on <laughs> outside in the water. They jump up on the shrimp and just throw a spear to my man. He just, he just eats it in the wall. And I mean, this is this was a serious inhuman superhuman strength type of throw of this spear that just impales them on the wall um they try to escape uh they get in the helicopter fly off um one of the one of the for now i'm just gonna say one of the creatures uh just at the time you know you don't really don't know who these who these characters are um throws like a spear with like a wire attached to it and actually hook the helicopter and essentially start wheeling it back until the point the helicopter crashes um, what? But that's. Uh, huh? Hold on. What nope. you talking about? Nope. That did not happen, sir. Or was nope. it like a wire? A wire? It was a Namor. Yeah. Namor he, grabbed he, it. He grabbed it from behind. Grabbed the back of the ship and spun that door around. <laughs> spun it like, spun it like Pretty Pablo. And <laughs> and threw and something. Excuse Literally me. Literally, like the hell. Because I saw yeah. him. No, I saw him afterwards, and I maybe I turned. I, I could have turned my head for a quick second. I saw him afterwards, just in the sky, like. Yeah, they nah. They my... did throw something at it, but like, nah, yeah. like, okay. nah. Nah, nah. They were like, "What's going on? Something's holding us back." Got it. Okay. It was Namor out there, North Carolina. Because I knew I saw something being thrown, and I think I just my mind automatically assumed that whatever was thrown hit it, and that was what was causing it. But awesome, you blink. I definitely blink with the wing toes, with the wing feet. But after he did that, then we see, then we see the the silhouette of Namor up there. Of course, wings on the ankles. I mean, you already know who it is. Um. Uh, but that pretty much ends ends the scene there. Um, afterwards, now of course we go back to Wakanda. Um, now we're kind of Shuri is. I don't want to say she's dealing with the grief. Like it's it's a, it's, it's a year afterwards, but you know she's she's pretty much dro- put herself into her work. Um, and of course her mother comes and finds her to talk to her. You know, let's like hey, let's. let's Let's go off. I want you to. I want you to. Well, this was me. this, but all of that happened after the Queen's meeting at the UN. Yeah, true. Like true. they they had that whole thing with the attack on the the, the like the Wakandan research facility got attacked, mm. and Dora Milaje showed up. Like hiding inside that. No, they was in the. They was like, in the vault. They were in. Yeah, like they we were knew in y'all the was coming. Yeah, that was clean. Coming out of the boat, like, come on now. We we we, we yeah. knew y'all was coming. <laughs> so vicious, and um, you know, because that, all of that that happened is is after the queen says to them in the UN, like, 
we know what y'all saying. You know what I mean? They've lost their protector. They, you know, whatever. And y'all sit here talking about, we said we were going to share. Got something for you. And they walk in. I didn't even fly around. Hey, another, what? They another, was another clean moment. Clean, bro. <laughs> walk walk in and drop. Oh, by the way, France, here's all yeah, your people. Your facts. Hey, hold on. And right before that, uh, once they told all them like bow down or something like get out and they all did quiet. I was like, they don't make yeah. any sense. If I'm not mistaken, she said it in French. Like, she said yeah. it in French to them and they yeah. understood it and yeah. got that. I was like, yeah. And then, and then, because because France, it was the United States and France, and France was mm-hmm. like, you said you was blah 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 da da da. Oh, all right. <laughs> you know what That's I mean? So the point is like, consider this act of of kindness. Man, if you if you dare step up in here again, I will consider it an act of war. Won't come through here no more. Here's your people back. You know what I'm saying? We could have killed all these joints. Here's your people back. You know what I mean? Um, because then when the 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 mining joint gets attacked, they assume it's the Wakandans because the Wakandans are, you know, she says to them, "We know about your efforts to try to." find vibranium outside of Wakanda somewhere and we wish you the best, the of, best luck. of luck because for her they they believe that that it's all vibranium isn't anywhere else except for Wakanda you know so she like best of luck so when they get attacked they assume you know and the one thing about that attack was her being on the radio and being like it's not the Wakanda yeah. Hey, Slim, somebody blue. It was somebody blue. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm blue. You know, she ain't make it though. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so yeah, then that kind of set off that whole thing about, well, it had to be the Wakandans, you know, attacking us because they don't want us to get by brain. You know, whatever. Um, but yeah, but then then we go back to Wakanda and they having that conversation with Joseph's team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, her mom comes in, comes in the lab. Have a conversation. Let's 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 go out somewhere. I want to take you somewhere. I want to go. I want to go do something. And you know, she was like, you know what? Leave your beads and everything because we don't need them where we're going. So you know, Shuri takes off, takes off a bracelet, puts it aside, and she's like, earrings too. Earrings too. Because she know she know them earrings, and so she's like, really? Then gets rid of the earrings too. Um, but they go to the shores uh, of Wakanda. Uh, bonfire set up, you know, she wanted like, I want to take you through a ritual and, you know, they have their uh, robes from the funeral and because of course the way Wakandans uh, their beliefs of course is just because like, you know, the physical body has passed, you know death doesn't just end right there, you know, life still continues or whatnot ever and a part of it is to burn those robes from the funeral and so that moment can of course I don't want to say be erased but we can continue on with life person still lives on um, and we can continue our lives from there but of course Shuri is very you know still really reluctant to actually wanting to do that Um, you know she's 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 upset she's angry that you know you know she's she's super intelligent she's super smart um and, you know, it got to a point where her brother, you know, asked her for help. And she just felt powerless. And, like, with all of her knowledge and all of her technology, 
she couldn't she couldn't recreate the herb she couldn't save her brother so she was she was she was angry that, that's the that's the easiest the plain way to say it is she was angry with the world and like she said she pretty much was ready to see the world burn because part of this for it now while they're you know having their moment on the beach we get this dude namor just just walks up just walks up on him like you, you they heard they heard something first you know the queen queen they were ready to go spears drawn if that dude namor would have popped off they they were ready to square up and go against him but you know he shows up friendly just trying to explain you know what's going on and of course obviously they don't trust these outsiders like first of all nobody just shows up to wakanda like they of course have their shield and everything around the whole entire country so for my man to just come in out the water step up on land like there's there's something wrong here um so they have the conversation uh he's trying to get them to help him because now the machine of course they find out and he lets them know that there's vibranium that is here in wakanda and shuri immediately realizes he's covered in it and it's like hold on why is that a thing you know he gives them a seashell that when finally they really want to have a discussion they can just come to the water blow into it pop it in the water he'll be there to pretty much continue the conversation about potentially joining forces to take on earth dwellers if you want to call them um after he leaves they notice Shuri and her mom look to the left and there's this big old giant machine just sitting on land. Well, I think, I think it's important to note that uh, in that conversation he wanted them to track down the scientists mm-hmm. that created that vibranium finding machine that he does drop off mm-hmm. and that's what he left the seashell for. Like When you get the scientists go ahead and, blow, go ahead and put it in the water blow it or whatever and I'll come and you know, collect the scientists. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So let's 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 work together on this, okay? Go find a scientist and bring it to me. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely wasn't just like, hey, yeah, how y'all doing? <laughs> let's let's. Hey, neighbor. No. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's. We got vibranium too. Let's let's go fight this now. He was like, yeah. hey, we've been good minding our business until y'all let the world in on the fact that y'all have vibranium. Now they looking for it because of y'all. And y'all got contacts out here with people on the surface. It'll be easier for you to find a scientist that's responsible for it. And you know, all of her knowledge and all the things that she knows. Again, you just talked about how she's in this place where, from a technology standpoint, you know, Shuri is super, she's super, she's a super genius, right? She's nigh on smarter than vision right like like when they was trying to get the 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 mind stone out of his head they went to her yeah right and when they sat down and she talked to bruce and she was like how come y'all didn't just do this and he was like he didn't think about it (laughs) yeah remember he's technically a child you know what i mean like i 
I don't know where they age her to in this. I mean, it's been a number of years, right? I mean, that was six years ago, seven years ago, whatever. But I would have put her somewhere in the 16 to 17 age range in that first movie, right? So she is very much a child genius. And for her to say, there is nothing that can, can detect my brain, right? Like, they made it very clear, even in that UN thing, like, metal, it doesn't set off metal detectors. Metal detectors. It doesn't, you know what I mean? So, like... She's like, there's nothing that can find vibranium. And he leaves the machine that does it. So she has to dissect that and figure out how there even is something that can do it. Mm-hmm. She can just notice it. Like, that's... She's so used to being around it and working with it in ways that other people don't. That when he walks out, like, he's just wearing jewelry. Mm-hmm. That's how much vibranium they got. They're not even armor. He was blinging. <laughs> he just... They just out there making gems. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. making necklaces out of our brain. Like, you know, we, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think very important to know, you're right, saying that, that his whole thing is, it's your fault that now our land is being encroached on because they're looking for the thing that you let them know was here all of a sudden for whatever reason. And you're not, I'm not here for it. So you need to find this scientist that did it. And you need to get her to me. And they're like, yeah. And if we don't, because that's that's where the queen was at. First of all, who is you? He's coming up on my shores and your draws. Like, where did you come from? Who are you? Like, I don't repeat myself. And that's also, I think, important. To, like, this is the moment where he said, well, they, you know, my people call me Kukul Khan. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, my enemies know me as Nemo, no. right? Like, I'm like, all right, bet. You know what I mean? Hey, let me tell you how hard I mess with that dude, dog. Hey. I, I, I love Nate Moore, dog. I've never been a fan of him. And comics didn't know too much about him. He wasn't in my thing, you know. But I'm excited. Okay, they're, they're bringing somebody big, you know, big into them to you about to get the introduction. I'm sorry, for me, he didn't disappoint. I bet you slow the whole time. Like, he's straight up threat. Yeah, he's he a big up threat. I'm about my people and I'm about yeah. getting done what I feel like I need to get done. I, I ain't really worried about nothing else. His personality, yep, just like, conversations, yeah. just, hey, this is what it is. Don't play with me. Yeah, he <laughs> straight up told him, like, hey, son, <laughs> y'all can't, trust me, y'all can't stop us. Like, we, we got a bunch it's a bunch of us and we got powers like he just he was like yeah, and we got powers like we you know what I mean like, like y'all don't <laughs> go ahead give me that scientist though. you know what I mean like he just kind of smiled at him and then quietly left that joint like anyone by itself you know what I mean like they did with their spears looking dumb straight up yeah I mean yeah, he put it. He 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 made a straight up threat. Yeah, he he went for play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fix this mess that y'all started and bring it to me. So they were like, if we and if we don't, he was like, oh, then I'll be back. The next time I come back, I'm bringing coming with the folks. When I come with my folks, y'all can't. Then y'all can y'all play. Let's stop playing. Yeah. Yeah, it was real. And it was, it was, it was, 
you know, Wakanda is 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 crazy because like, you know, we talk about like the audacity, right, of other countries, the U.S., the U.N., France. They just trying. They want. They want weapons. They want whatever. They're willing to step on that. And Wakanda is and always has been very much like you can't do nothing to Wakanda. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, Thanos struggled. You know what I'm saying? With his folks at Wakanda, like it's not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're really like, like super. Yeah, like yeah, like Namor showed up like nah for real. It'll be easy. Yeah, like, it's good to see that there's somebody out there that can challenge. If we wanted y'all dead, y'all would already be dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so you're seeing Wakanda even beyond the fact that there's not a Black Panther, beyond the fact there's not a king. It wouldn't matter if the Black Panther was there or not. The 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 sheer fact that you're actually seeing Wakanda in a place of like fear. Yeah. Of having to be, yeah, of having to be of actually being vulnerable, actually being concerned, like how does someone get in here? Yeah. Like that's the next conversation. Yeah, yeah. That is not yeah. supposed to happen. He that like, is not supposed to happen yeah, at I'm, all. Yeah, that getting here was nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they had a good, they had a conversation about that though. Once they got back to, once they got back home to the palace, it's like there was he's like, how did Slim get in here? How did he get it in? Makes no sense. Who was on guard? Like I'm sitting there like, bro, he did not come from land or air. He just swam it. Like y'all didn't, just didn't think Man, that was this This bamboo was boxing, dog. 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 <laughs> Him walking into that meeting was everything, dog. Just snacking on his little red carrot. Just the carrot. <laughs> Answer? Oh my God! Him and Nicole straight up. I'd have killed. Like, ain't, ain't no, ain't no. If that had been me, if my, if you had lifted your body, I'd be there. The fish man would be dead. I'm like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you, hey, him and Nicole start arguing. You bald-headed demon. Oh, ain't done. Lost it. You bald demon. Conversation about that because yeah. was somebody's head was gonna roll like how y'all let this dude just walk up in here like that. Yeah. Um, they ended up back in Shuri's lab. I know they um decided once they figured out that they needed to go after uh the scientists, of course, that created the machine for it. Um initially it was just gonna be a Koye that was going to end up going after, but she ended up recommending taking Shuri with her. It's like let, let, her, let her come out. She needs she needs to be away from everything. Queen was, the queen was hesitant about it. Queen was very hesitant about yeah. it. But of course, Koye is like, she'll be with me. So like, typically, I would say that that's very reassuring that Koye is going to be there. And of course, Shuri is like, you know, when you're leaving. So she ended up letting her go. So they head off to MIT to look for Riri Williams. And that was a pretty, pretty easy find once they got there. Um, when the camera goes, because when we get there, Ree Williams is just walking up to another random student. And like, she's like, pretty much took, he took his phone. Like, you ain't Venmo me. Just love my man. Just, Straight up. You ain't Venmo me. 
Yeah, my man was like, ah, like, you know, what the hell? Like, clearly she's helping folks out on campus. She's making nice sound, like, nice amount of bread for help students that probably have no business probably being at MIT in the first place. I mean, yeah, granted. Whole body, my man, like. You try to get oh, me. right? Nah, that was yesterday's price. Mm-hmm. It's a grand a day. He said, <laughs> a stack? <laughs> what did you even yeah. do? Like I did, he was like, I did such and such, and then she was like, well, I did, I did such and such. Thank you. If I didn't do that, what, what grade did you get? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Great. Let me get that. Let me get that bread, Slim. Done. Yeah. But so clearly, we see we see Riri Williams, of course, another smart one, and Koye. Sure, you see her, and you know Koye. Ready to just be a Koye and just go, just go grab Riri and just be done with this. Shuri is just like, I got this. I got I'm a this. Less conspicuous. I, 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 I blend in. I can just be. I can just be the student here. It's just like, it's like you got five minutes. But that banter that they had between each other. Oh, that was hilarious. Was <laughs> absolutely hilarious. Uh, talking about the makeup, like, you know, I look good. Like, like, fine. You look fine. Uh, Shuri makes her way to Riri's uh, dorm room. You know, she's and she just casually walking through the dorm. And of course, nobody, nobody else recognizing her or anything like that. But of course, she knocks on Riri's door and she opens that door and she immediately knows who this is that comes to her door and she just absolutely. Wait, why are you here? Are you recruiting me? Like, <laughs> just straight up, like, you, you recruiting me? She's like, no, no. Another, another character that I, I, I'm, I'm, I know of Riri, but I, I enjoyed her off that first interaction. Like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm liking Riri and what they're doing with her right now. She, she was quite funny. You know, they, they have a little conversation in her dorm room. And uh, Riri tries to be like, you know, all right, cool. I'm going to go to the bathroom right quick. She goes to that bathroom. Like, we, we kind of have an idea of what we what the thing is going to happen. She gets to that bathroom. Koye is in the bathroom, stopping that bathroom, going in there. She was like, you told me five minutes. Like, I gave you six. I gave you six. It's been six. Wait <laughs> up. So, but, uh, clearly, in their dorm room, Riri, you know, we, we see her roots being from Chicago, Jer- uh, Bulls jersey, Chicago flag up on the wall. Um, and what's really funny is, like, I guess that I, I don't know what the proper Chicagoan, whatever you like, I don't know what the proper way to call somebody from Chicago. You know, she was ready to square up to a Koye. And I'm just like with the Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> with the Bluetooth speaker, and I'm like, uh, I, I don't think this is gonna go the way that you think it is. And when she chucked that thing, the Poirier pulled out her spear and cut that thing in half. I was like, yeah, this is this is this is not gonna go the way that you thought. Okay. But afterwards, when they finally, of course, they explained to her that you know her life is in danger. Um, they need they need her to come with them. Um, reluctantly, you know, she finally ends up 
going on. Well, I should say they, they, they kind of didn't really give her a choice. It was like, but she went along with them, but she needed to go back to her lab first. Uh, so they go to where Riri, I'm taking it, this is probably where she lives and everything that she has in there outside of her dorm room. Um, and we see tons and tons of stuff around in her lab. Like she has blueprints on the wall. Um, like she has like a, her own, it's like her bat cave, I think is the easiest way to describe. It's her workshop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's her workshop. She said that she said that the dude who she like fixed trucks or whatever for like the garbage trucks or whatever and, and as a as a thank you or whatever I guess the deal they worked out he lets her use that space that garage space for her stuff yeah so you know they go there and we see some you know we see some interesting things around the room that's in there and you know she's gathering some stuff up her computer the computer that she created you know everything for the machine on and you know they just ask her like really leave like that just sitting there with that type of information on it you know she's like you know yeah like she's not expecting wakandans or anybody to just show up on her doorstep one day for honestly for any any specifically calls out that she has like a super super high encryption on it Mm -hmm. yeah like 256-bit encryption or something crazy yeah and then and and you know, Shuri's like, dang, for real? Like, you ever lock yourself out? She's like, yeah. And at that point, this is one of the most important things that happens in the movie that I'm sure that slipped past a lot of people. She basically says she had to, like, build, like, a quantum computer or whatever to get herself back in. Like, she had to build a quantum joint to, like, backdoor herself. But she said it'd take her, like, a month or a week to get back in. Like, a month or something like that. Yeah. Like, to get back in. But she, she did it. And if you if you look, it looks like she has blueprints that match that the same thing that it looks like is the joint from Ant Man and Quantumania. Um, so I don't know if that's the same thing that she built for that, but mm-hmm. she appears to have worked obviously in quantum tech in some way. So she could be tied into to to Quantumania too, just just off that brief. Off that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe Ant Man's daughter reached out to her or something like that to help build the device they use to get stuck in the quantum world. Well, we know at this point, yeah. like Cassie should be in college, she could be at school at MIT. Um, you know, I think it's a little tricky that I was expecting that Riri was going to be a recipient of like one of the scholarships or something that Wakanda would do, you know what I'm saying, or something like that, or part of the outreach program that they had started. That's what my expectation was. But that doesn't appear to be the case. Like she seems to have done her own thing and gotten into like MIT like on her own merit. And like when we meet, like when you meet Riri in the comics, she's like 16, and here she's like 19. 19. You know what I mean? Yeah, older. So, which again, who knows? Maybe she got dusted or whatever. You know? Who knows? You know what I mean? As far as the time jump or whatever is concerned, but um, yeah. I mean, she seems to have kind of done that on her own but it's also again it's MIT this is also like she's working with all this Iron Man stuff and she's working in Star Tech mm-hmm. like there and and this is where Tony Stark went and gave everybody all those they grants funded, they funded yeah. everybody's thing yeah they funded everybody's stuff so it's like it could even be some of that money is coming from something that had to do with that somewhere like who knows exactly where mm-hmm. she got that that Stark Tech from but she was definitely working with it. 
most most certainly and you know so after they they gather everything um you know the boys show up outside outside of out of the warehouse and you know they're ready to come in and just uh, just arrest everybody and take them away but you know they're all like nah this ain't gonna go down like that we gotta escape we gotta get out of here and you know riri was like i gotta you know i got a way out of here and, you know they look up and you know they're just like does that thing actually fly like listen you don't we don't see exactly what it is but all of us like we all know like it's like okay she got, she got like her mark one suit up here in the rafters or whatnot ever I laughed so hard in that moment when the police bust in and one of them just goes, oh shit, she got an Iron Man suit. <laughs> <laughs> I died laughing. My theater yes. lost it when, when that happened. Uh, Sherry, of course, goes off on, she's on a uh, dark bite and Okoye takes the, the ch- I think the challenger that uh, that she had parked in there that her um, uh, Riri and her father worked on. And then from there, you know, it's pretty much just just chasing the insurance from there. Uh, Riri, at the same time, though, she's flying away in her Mark One suit, but she's still in the sense she's testing her suit out at the same time because I don't think she's actually done like the test flight. It's very reminiscent of when Tony Stark, that first time back home, you know, did took his armor, made like the first version of the the slim Iron Man outfit, and I, I was for a second. When Riri was flying up into the sky, I was like, "Oh, is she gonna run into the the ice freezing over thing?" Because she was she was going for oh. it for a second, oh, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, please don't run into that right now." Because like her suit is not like it's like fully yeah. covering her, so I feel like that would have done a That's lot more, more like an exosuit, yeah, than an actual like full body armor. But she also had a plan in mind once she got up there. There was a it was a drone and at first when she hit the drone i just thought i don't know i thought it was a little weird at first i thought she was she just oops hit the drone but no there was there was a plan behind that um and the koye and uh i'm having a moment right now but shuri. Uh, shuri you know they're rolling together next to each other on their two on their two vehicles and they're about to run into pretty much a track that they are blocking them off here comes that drone that she hit and just clear wipes and clears the path away for them to continue to, to continue their escape um but as they thought they were home free they got the ultimate surprise of these dudes just coming up out of the water and pretty much just wrecking the vehicles and they just get thrown from both of them with that water bomb or whatever they did they threw out and those are pretty dope and I will tell you that scene. I don't. I don't know about y'all, but when after Okoye uh, wrecked, like it was like it was like it's like six of them maybe in total, and she wrecked like the four or five of them. They're like the average, like an average sized person. She took on like their boss, Atuma. Atuma, and I was a little worried because. Oh, you thought she wasn't gonna make it, dog. This is another. This is another moment. Getting real. They took the music out. I loved that. I loved it. But at the same time, I was scared because I'm like, oh my god, no music playing. It's getting serious right now. They're wrecking. I was like, boy, they're gonna make it. 
All right, listen. This is one of my biggest issues with this movie. It's this scene in particular. Um, I love, I mean, look. Give me a, listen. If I'm captain and I'm picking teams, I'm picking a Koye off break every time, bruh. Because she went to work, right? Like, Riri's down, Shuri's down. She checks on Shuri, and she's ready to body all of these ones. Like, I don't know who y'all think y'all are coming about the water, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't about to do nothing out here. And she wrecked like three, four of them bammers together. Like she was, she was she doing was it. punishing. Final, she was hitting finishing blows too. They thought she killed them bammers. No finishing blows. And then this dude, the tune was like, "They go be with Namor." And they all just got up. <laughs> and left and I was like hold tight hold tight so I'm going to tell you right now this right here is why this movie is at a 7 for me when this scene is over she addresses to the queen and everybody else that's important in the ruling kingdoms of Wakanda I slam I killed these mammals and they got up and just walked away like it didn't happen. And it's never addressed again. These first of all, why did they do that? Why can they do that? How can they do that? And how is it that Wakanda is under attack by these folks? And that's just not happening. Like, even in the fight at the very end of the movie. When they're just climbing up onto the ship or whatever, and they fighting, it shouldn't even matter, dog. It shouldn't even yeah. matter because everybody they kill should just get back up. Yeah. And it just never. It's just like it's just like a, a plot point that just is completely thrown. I forgot away. about that. And that. Th- and I thank you for reminding me about that. Because I, I, I did, as you were talking, I was like, I know where he's yeah. about to go with this, but yeah, and, and that was that. That's like, part of my issue with the last the last scene. We'll get to that. And and I'm and I'm gonna tell you because like he, the final scene here's the crazy thing about it. In our MCU chat, my sister asked about it. She was like, I don't really know much about Namor and about his people, but like, are they undead? Are they whatever? And I'm like, nah, they're not undead. They not, you know what I mean? And like the only thing I can and here's the thing. The only thing I can give them, right? as the, the, the Talakanesians, right? All of them have vibranium in their DNA. In their, yeah. Because his story, as is different from the comics, right? But his story is that basically they had their own heart-shaped herb, right? That grew underwater. They were using it to heal themselves from smallpox. It basically killed them. And then they came back to life. But when they came back to life, they could only breathe and live underwater. His mother was pregnant with him at the time. And so he is kind of a half-breed. He says the words mutant. Like, he was born as a mutant. He has the, the wings on his feet. He didn't have the color. And he can breathe air and in the water. So he's he's good either way. If you notice, they're only blue when they're not in the water. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? 
Yep. Yeah. When they got back, they're in, on the water. They're they're fine. When they're outside of the water, that's when their skin is. That's when they're blue, right? And their masks have water in them. They're basically yeah. breathing, breathing the water. Yeah. The oxygen and, 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 and on their gills too, like on their gills, right. and stuff like that. Yeah. So they, so so they, you know, but that's the only thing that I can give them is that their ability to live and exist under the water comes from the fact that all of their ancestors literally ingested the quote-unquote heart-shaped herb so by proxy technically every single person in Talokan is a black, black panther, panther. because <laughs> in wakanda the only person who gets the the, the heart-shaped herb is the, black, the panther. black panther yeah and therefore slim has all the powers and all the skills so think about that for a second we have and y'all it, numbered <laughs> And we're stronger than you. <laughs> what? And we and he said that though. He was like, and we, yeah. we we got powers. Like you know, in in the comics, Atuma is more of a is a rival for for Namor. Mm-hmm. He kind of like his second in command or whatever. And when Slim steps up, and I appreciated that whole like warrior joint. Like, oh, bet you a warrior. Cause I'm yeah. about this warrior yeah. like let's wreck yo him, him, him giving her back the spear, spear. like what? yeah like no no let's keep it going we're gonna finish respect, this. Like, yeah, this, respect, is, yeah. this is a true yeah. fight we're gonna yeah. fight until one of us is dead no that actually like, was dope bro, snaps her joint back and like bro that fight Dog. is incredible yeah and then the, 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 the decision they have no music in it just right. sold it even more I Let was worried just the crunching and the clashing it was great only sullied for me by the fact that they have this like dog how come these vampires could just get back up and walk away bro like she stabbed them with a wakandan spear that is oh, made of vibranium and i get it that they're she's like slit one of their throats or something hey, bro, like she straight up oh. was murdering them joints like no she bodied all three of them yeah and no, they just got up by like four just, four or five yeah, they, they just got up and i'm like <laughs> okay this is gonna be a problem for them and again, she brings it up in the throne room. Like, I killed them. And they just got up and walked away. Never addressed. It's ignored for the rest of the movie the same way the queen ignored it when she said it. Yeah. Queen, I don't queen care was, what they did. Queen was fired. thinking about all that. Hey. Yeah. Queen, queen like, was fired, hot. Bro. My daughter's gone. You are done. I don't have time. To... Queen was hot. Uh, like, and, you know, we'll continue on that. Like, uh, after the fight, the fight was over, Koye um, got thrown into the water. Um, and like they just and they took Shuri at that point. Shuri got up and was like, "Well, they didn't take Shuri." Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. she went. She ended up going with them because they were going to take Riri. Mm-hmm. So when she turned on, she had like a translator, and of course it, right? It works. Of course, she asked them to take her yeah. with them, and they took yeah. her with her. So they gave her gave her the when took off his mask, gave it to her, and it took them off. Then fast forward back to the throne room. Queen was hot, and just like you said, she didn't care that Okoye put them down, they got back up. You, you was like, she's gonna be with me, and she was gonna be safe. And now this is the scene where we get to see where she's like, my whole family's gone. Like, she has nothing. Everything is gone. When I tell you the emotion, 
came from Angela Bassett during that scene. Body is real. Body incredible. It was, it was very much her setting a car on fire and waiting next to um, yeah, it was it was it was it was dope. I, I, I like that there was some pushback, right? That yeah. like other members was like, ah, maybe being a little hasty, like she turned her own spear on her own husband, and that yeah. just flipped it even harder for her. It was like yeah. he can go business slim. Right. He, she can go see him. My whole family did. Cool. Now I, I think that scene in that scene. <clears throat> start to think about how well they are bodying different different levels of grief that everybody is going through from yeah. from Shuri to, to the Queen to Nikoye when they finally you know bring her into the picture like everybody's handling grief in different ways whether how they just deal with it and are attacking it I was like yeah Ezra Bassett is, is bodying this right now like I feel like as an audience member like oh this hurts oh yeah when she brought up Killmonger was like I watched you stand next to Killmonger while I had to go to the Jabari's and beg him for help to say, (laughs) you can put that spear down and get low, dog. I don't got nothing for you. And that's just like, she's been harboring that for all of this time. Like, you could just see it. It was like, bro, you felt every moment of that, bro. Like, you could just straight up feel it. Like, Mm -hmm. and it, and for real, it was kind of a super crazy stark reminder, I feel like, to everybody in the theater. Like, oh yeah, remember when Okoye was standing next to Killmonger, even though she didn't want to do it, but she chose to slide, side with Slim. She could have slid his throat. She didn't, you know, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you should have protected Wakanda. You didn't protect Wakanda. Like, she, you know, she stood on her oath or whatever. Like, that was, it was real. That was very real in that moment. In there, for sure. For sure. Uh, straight up relieved Okoye of her duties of leading the door Melage. Like that, she left her spear and you could tell how, how much it hurt her. You know, she's like, yo, I've, I've fought, bled for this country. I've done everything that you could possibly ask for. Give me the opportunity to go get your daughter back. And she just flat so out. I've given everything and she's like, my whole family dead. Everybody gone. Haven't I given everything? Get out. Yeah. Better bounce. So, Koye is no longer, no longer Dora Milaje. I was, I was actually surprised. Um, but at that point, of course, Queen's got to figure something out. At this point, she doesn't know if Shuri, she's assuming, obviously, that Shuri is dead. She's just pretty much just wrote her off. But she knows she's got to figure out a way to kind of figure it out. Um, but now, after that scene, uh, we go back to the site of the fight. And you know, investigation is happening, looking around. Um, and of course, what's my what's my man's name? Ross. Ross. Uh, as he's walking through, you know, he's looking looking at some things. He noticed uh, Shuri's bees. Now, of course, at the time, he just knows that these are their Koye bees or whatnot. Ever he sees them, he's like, "Whoa!" They're immediately going to think that it's Wakanda that did this. So he grabs them up real quick slides him in his pocket now this was a moment that I I, I I wasn't anticipating actually happening during the movie and we have Val show up and like I was excited when I was in my theater because the theater I don't know about you guys the theater I was in 
knew she was the moment she walked up on screen. Because there'd be some moments mm-hmm. that some people don't hey. watch, don't watch the shows. The person next to me, these two young ladies sit next to me, as soon as you showed up on the screen, what are we doing out? This bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Dog, I fear. We all was <laughs> like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Hey, listen, real talk, that's how it was. And I'm sitting next to my daughter. Uh, she hasn't she don't she hasn't watched any of it. She just won't watch the shows or whatever. She ain't know who it was. She was like, Who's that? And I was like, you don't watch shows. I can't don't tell you. Right. Like, I can't even get into it with you right now. I can't tell you. Right. Just, you missed it. Uh, but yeah. So when she showed up, I was like, I was like, hold on. Wait. I was like, wait a minute. I know we ain't doing no Thunderbolt stuff right now. I, I was like, a part of me feels like her showing up, I, I really feel like she was probably originally like an after credit scene or something. But it's not to take away from, we'll talk about it at the end in a little bit. I feel like they ended up working that more into the movie. Um, like I, I don't know. Well, it felt like a natural part of the movie to me, as yeah. much of it as she was in. Um, but you know, she comes up on Ross. You know, they just start. You know, they just start having a conversation or whatnot, ever. And you know, she's like, "Well, you know, I need to go back to uh, headquarters or whatnot, ever. Can you drive me?" And, and he was like, "Wasn't like 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 six hours or something like that for wherever it is that they needed to be to." It was five hours. It was something. Yeah. It was something. Yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, let's just get in the car and drive." And like, and I'm hearing this, and I'm already like, "Yo, something's not right." Like the whole this whole I'm like, "You gonna drive to whatever?" Um, she's, a little, she's a little too familiar with you, right? And I'm just, I like this. There's something. There's something off here. So they get in the car, they drive off, heading back to headquarters, and they pull up. Uh, airport, you know, they're still they're still talking. And the beads in Ross's pocket start going off. And you know, he's trying to figure out uh, how am I gonna how am I gonna play this? So he pulls out his cell phone and just starts talking and just like he's acting like it's another woman on the phone. Just to make just to make the the vibe in the car very uncomfortable because originally nah because when they she said to him they when she said to him uh yeah drive me back and he was like that's like a six hour drive and she was like yeah 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 but it's fine she was like I have some things I want to apologize to you for from when we was married anyway okay yeah. I was thinking that was after yeah. that yeah she dropped that know, joint I know when she dropped that bomb my whole oh bomb. We all lost it. We lost it. Everybody's like, hold tight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking that came out. Okay, cool. We all lost it at that moment. Yeah. But then once they got there, of course, he had to to make it a little awkward, a little tension in there and start talking like you're speaking to like another woman on the phone. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I think think I'll go ahead and get out. And that's when he pulls the beads out. Actually, he pulls off. Like, I, I, I'm happy he did that and just did sit there and yeah. try to do it because no one hurt. She just, it, but yeah. she probably just walked back up to the car, but drove off. And of course, it's the queen on the line. You know, first question out of her mouth is, "Why do you have my daughter's bees on you?" And, you know, he's just like, "Listen, I didn't know they were hers. <laughs> I, I, I found them on the site. First inst- instinct was just to grab these things up." And so they would not find them because the moment they would find them, they would immediately think that Wakanda was involved in this. What the was the actual reason behind this? And 
pretty much they're going to send folks to Wakanda. And he was like, I had to avoid that. So, you know, he, he gives her some information to go off of, but at the same time, he's trying to get information as well, too. Like earlier on, you know, Ross met up with Okoye and Shuri as well, and it was the same bit. They couldn't, they didn't want to give him the information truly on who was behind the attack on the machine. Like they already knew it was named War, but they didn't want to say there's a whole nother country, there's a whole nother entity he told involved them. with he, this. He told them, because Namor told them, if you tell anybody, anybody if you tell them about us, we coming for y'all. We coming for y'all. Yeah. So, uh, the Queen still did the same thing. It was like, listen, you know, some things that I can't say. You know, Shuri's missing. All this is happening right now. I just need you to keep me updated with things that's happening. You know, he's just like, cool, whatever. Find things out, I'll, I'll let you know. Um, but at this point now, you know, the queen, she's got to figure a way out to find out if uh, Shuri is alive or not. You know, she tried to track. She knew the beats, obviously, clearly. Bracelet wasn't with her. But it looked like the earrings were still with her. They lost track of them off of, I believe they said it was like the Atlantic or something like that is where was where the last uh, trace of those were coming from. And so, at that point, you know, she figures she's gotta, she's gotta find somebody that she can trust uh, to try to help her with this. And she ends up, and she went and find Nakia, who we, at the, up to this point, haven't seen at all through the whole entire movie, even at the funeral. And, you know, the queen, of course, questions, you know, Byron just feeling, you know, you're you you are always welcome in Wakanda. There's there's nothing that she has to worry about but it with it. But she, you know, she expressed that, you know, she had to deal with grief pretty much in her own way. And I mean, we see that through the entire movie. Everybody is trying to deal with it in their own shape, their own form. Yeah. Um, but she's like, listen, I need you. I need them skills. Like, I know it's been a while, but you know how to infiltrate, get in somewhere without folks knowing that you was there, get the information I need, hopefully find Shuri, extract Shuri, whatever it is. Like, I need you to do this. And of course, she's reluctant to do it. She's like, you know, it's been years. I haven't done anything like that. She's She's got a uh, place in Haiti now where she's fostering, helping kids, you know, teaching them how to you know grow food take care of themselves um do all this in like the shelter that she's established but eventually you know nakia ends up agreeing to go try to go on this trip to figure out what exactly happened to shuri uh she goes to she she flies out or what we we don't see like her you know get on a plane or anything but she just shows up and I'm guessing this is the country where uh, Namor was first born at, and she's trying to get a little bit of backstory, like the the history and the lore is behind the guy with the wings on his ankles. And you know, initially when she gets there, she tries to talk to this older woman. Clearly, they don't like to talk. It looks like outsiders, folks that are not from not from the area, not from the town, country, whichever way you want to call it. But then she hit a nerve when she said, you know, 
I've seen this person or I've, you know, I've, I've encountered them. And that turns the whole story and the woman ends up opening up to her and kind of going through and telling this backstory to her for her to kind of understand uh, where Namor originated and where he came from for it. Uh, how did you guys think that that went just for her getting that little bit of information out of her? I think it was cool. It was on par, you know, with what she does, uh, you know, being a spy, you know, for Wakanda. Uh, it was, it was cool. It was cool. I was looking more. I, I was more focused on the. I don't know if the scene happened before, just with Shuri and Riri being with Maymore and everything they were going through at the time and all that kind of stuff. That was more so like I was enjoying that <clears throat> part of the story. I would say right there. But no, what Nikita was doing was on brand where giving me information, trying to track down Sherry, give her back to her mother. It was cool. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we, like we had to get the, we had to get back some backstory, you know what I mean, or whatever, somehow. And I, I think it was a good way to do it. Yeah, because obviously we got we got changes from the comics, and I think I think they made it work very well. Uh, I do believe Sin, the scene that you're talking about, I believe that came next. Okay. Because once that scene happens, then we come back to Nakia gearing up to get ready to go find Shuri at that point in time. Um. Well, of course, we Shuri and Riri, of course, they're in. At the time, we don't know the name, but you know they're being held prisoner. Um, Talokan, I believe I'm saying that right. I think that's right. Yeah. Um, uh, the country or underwater city that Namor, of course, is ruling over. Um, Shuri, of course, wakes up having a conversation with Riri, um, and I'm guessing some of the attendants for Namor actually come to Shuri, present her with like. A princess or like a royal a royal garment for her to actually wear and then she's going to take them to actually talk with namor and this is where when she comes to namor's presence they have a conversation and you know namor kind of also goes through and gives some of his backstory on where he came from talks about being a mutant and we start getting all of that information and he ends up inviting her to come really truly see the city uh, she asked. Mm-hmm. Yes. She asked. She mm-hmm. said, "I, I wanted, I want to go see it. Like, show it to me." And he was like, "I mean, you could come out that joint and you could die. The, the pressure would crush your bones. And you could die a horrible death." I love how he sold that. He Wait. just wear a suit. Yeah. Wear a suit. <laughs> um, but then of course you know she suits up, and they have a whole whole way of getting. To the city, like I, I, I guess that's just the way for her to get there. I don't know if necessarily Namor always would use that himself, but it was like an underwater vortex. I guess would be the way to the way to say it for it. Um, they entered the vortex and like it just took them straight to the city from there. Namor just swims through it, like this is it's like a super massive current of water underwater, and he's just swimming through it like normal. But they show up at the city. You know, he takes her through, you know, they look at the look at the city, look at the sites, you know, the people are there. Um, some of the people come up to Shuri, you know, being friendly to her. Um, but just seeing how everything thrives down there. And, you know, they have their their Kamehameha thing that they do when 
Oh. I'm sorry. Like, that was the first thing that came to mind when I saw that the very first time, and I was just like, "Of course you would." <laughs> you two, shut up. <laughs> that was not the first thing that came to my mind. Um, but they go to the city, look at all the sites, and then they finally get to uh, a place where they sit and they they just start having a conversation. And you know, it seems like you know this conversation is initially it's one of peace. And, and trying to really understand one another to come to a common ground. It's like the issue, of course, that he has, Riri Williams, knowing what's going on. You know, he explains, you know, they got one or dead. I mean, we need we we have to, I have to protect my interests, my city, my people, and I will do it any means that it needs to be for it. But of course, Shuri didn't want that at all she's like we can protect her you know we can take Riri back to Wakanda she'll stay there we'll keep her protected and you will never have to worry about any of these type of things happening again but of course that answer wasn't good enough for him and pretty much at that point it's like saying if you're not going to be with me you know I, I have no problem like I'm already I want to I want to go to war with the surface world and i really want you guys as an ally but if you don't want to help you guys will be the first ones that we come up there and destroy before we go on this warpath of destroying the whole rest of the surface world and then then while after they're like pretty much in the middle of why they're having the conversation this is where we switch back nakia is still tracking shuri's earrings it comes to the entryway where they initially went in to start the whole journey to get to Talokan. And she has like her, I guess, pseudo submarine, whatever you want to call it, um, that she gets into head on down there and infiltrate. I, somehow she found it. I don't know how she made her entryway or whatever. Um, but she makes her way there. Um, Shuri, of course, finished her conversation with Namor comes back to where Riri is and kind of fills her in on what's going on, what's happening. And that's when the Kia shows up. She bodies one of the guards that are there uh, trying to rescue the two of them. Uh, one- in that moment when she bodies them, the first thing that popped in my mind was how much, how bad Gage went that shotgun? <laughs> that's the first thing that popped in my head. I said, bruh, she showed up with a Wakanda shotgun, bro. <laughs> Wakanda's got shotties. Hey, like, you know, I said, hold up. <laughs> and the just became my favorite. She, <laughs> she the best. Uh, she the best. Uh, uh, but Man, you know she was rocking the bitches green. What? But you know what? Uh, small little, small little tidbit. I left out before we got back there. Um, right before. Shuri went back. Namor got summoned uh, by the queen, and so he ends up leaving off, going there, and that's when Shuri returns. So, in the process, this is kind of like the, I guess you could say the distraction. Uh, Namor comes back up to land to speak with the queen while Nakia is rescuing them, and uh, that conversation they had was not was not the same type of conversation they had when he first showed up on land. Like, 
first. Don't get me wrong. That first conversation, you know, there was some some stern things that were said. But in this conversation, this was pretty much the I will come to Wakanda and I will kill you. Oh yeah, no. he raised up on the queen, just got up on like, hold up, hold up, slip. I will body all of you. Don't play with me. Pretty much like, yeah. He specifically, not he said he's gonna body it, but he specifically says, I will kill you. And that and that will be the end of it. So Nakia, of course, rescues Shuri and Riri. They get low, they get out of there. An- another another important though plot point, uh, right before she leaves the conversation with Namor and seeing Telecon and everything, he gave her uh, that bracelet that his mother had. He gives her that vibranium bracelet. I just put that out there because I know it comes into play. It's important. Yeah, towards, you know. Towards, yeah. It's important. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, they finally get out. Well, right before they get out, you know, Shuri actually tries to save uh, one of the other guards that was down there, but you know, Nakia and Riri was like, we need to get low. And they dipped. And of course, Namor came back and found the one injured soldier that was down there, you know, asking. And she asked, you know, can you save me? And, you know, he just, just straight up like. And that was. Wakanda struck the first blow. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> so pretty much we know war is war is coming so Nakia takes Shuri back they're all safe Um, while they're safe Namor of course gets his gear on and he's got to address his people address addresses his people and you know he's you know speaking to him like you know it's kind of my fault you know I was reluctant you know I was looking for peace like I'm trying I tried to make with the Wakandans, have them as an ally. Um, but unfortunately, because of how things turned out, you know, folks died. Um, but now, you know what? Peace is no longer an option. We are going to fight. And from there, it was like, we're taking it to Wakanda. And they took it to Wakanda. And boy, oh boy, as much as Wakandans are prepared for battle, they they were not ready for Namor and his folks to roll up on Mm-mm. the country, and of course they to start things off. The easiest thing they did they started flooding out the city, and it was it really was not much they could do. Of course, saving saving the citizens was going to be number one priority to anything else. Um, Shuri got into the the fight just really honestly running defense honestly i can't really say she, she tried to go on defensive but this dude namor is this, this dude namor is a beast and he single-handedly put down <laughs> these ships up there and my man when, was out there air walking like sons you want these that was my he thought put, that was <laughs> He gave him Baku. Oh my gosh. This boy. Hey, I felt him that, that breath he tried to take in the end. I was like, bro, you need one of these joints right now. Oh. And let me I, I gotta ask you, Gage, because when that when that scene happens, this this happens, I, I wonder if this is one of your moments too. Because I remember last time we talked about some slow motion. And yeah. 
there was a lot of slow motion that occurred in this movie. Did no, that, no, 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 there was one moment of slow motion. One. It was a turnaround punch to shatter your Jabari armor, bro. Punch your little monkey armor right in the mouth chest, bro. Shatter it and send you flying. It wasn't an entire movie filled with just slow motion after slow motion. After... Stop playing with me, jokes. Don't do that. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? It's not even close, bro. It's not even close. If if, if you see now, you try to set me off. Listen to me. <laughs> there is absolutely no reason why Black Adam needed to be two hours plus. That joint could have been an hour and a half if they'd have had not so much tag on slow motion. They could have chopped like an hour out of the time frame on that movie if it wasn't so much stupid slow motion in that joint. This was one joint, and it was perfect. It was perfect. My man, <laughs> seeing Slim on the show was like, fish man. <laughs> he was ready to fish man. <laughs> he jumped and was ready to give him the Jabari blow of justice with the power staff, with the ball on the end of the joint. You can see it if you watch the video, you can see the little ball. He holding it in the picture behind me. You know what I'm saying? Like you can see the little joint on the staff. Like, he got the piece of like it's like a it's like a a a a, a Wakandan like I don't know like a like a cue ball dog that's on the back of his staff and Namor shattered that joint with his arm and arm. gave him the spin punch of destiny and put that dude through a through a through a market stall <laughs> put that dude through a market punishment. One joint. It was, it was, it was clean. What do you mean, Joe? Just you, you, slow motion. That's 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 the only reason why I brought that up because I did that. Like, I, don't have, I don't have issues with slow motion. I have issues with the overuse. Overuse. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Nah, it was just funny that I, I just had to do that. But, uh, so, but nah. so Sin thought about me when the shotgun showed up. <laughs> you thought about me when the slow motion happened. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. First thing popped in my head was just straight up like, I know Gates would have that Damn, like, dude, what did I do? That don't uh vibranium shells or something? What happened? Probably was. That, that, that's Damn. definite. Um, yeah. But yeah, Mbaku thought he was he thought he was dead himself. But um, after that, of course, Namor, you know, he's, he goes right up to the uh, to the castle, Namor, where you want to call it. And, you know, the queen is standing at the front of the glass because she's watching down on the city at everything that's happening. And Namor, of course, just shows up right in her face. And he just, he think, like, thought that glass was kind of thin. And he, he tried for it right then and there, but it didn't happen. That glass is made out of our brain, dog. <laughs> it is. I'm sure There's no way his vibranium spear doesn't go through that glass and into her heart. Because he... This is a man who just threw a helicopter, dog. Mm -hmm. yep. He flies, he has superhuman strength, and he's using vibranium, and he chucked that joint mm -hmm. at that window. That only happened to put all the rest of us in suspense. It was a head fake for us. Like, oh, snap, she dead. Oh, you had me. Oh, they had me. Oh, they had me. I was like, okay. And then they did the comeback. 
I was like, okay, cool. I was like, they can't do that. And then not a few seconds later, the water just comes through. It just floods the whole throne. What a grenade, right? he kept like 15 grenades yeah. in <laughs> And like... He meant every word of what he said. <laughs> and more. I'm going to kill you, bro. So I'm going to ask y'all a question. Mm-hmm. Is it Shory's fault that the queen died? I don't think so. All right. Let me let me let me put some stairs on it for you. Okay. She radioed her and told her not to leave. And she was like, uh, your mother, you break it up, da-da-da, and left. Hung up. She's talking to um Aneka and she's like, You hung up on the queen. She's like, I hung up on my mother. It's not the same thing. And she leaves and goes out anyway. Now, has she stayed? Even if she wasn't able to stop the, she got there at the very last moment. At this point, Riri is drowning, mom is drowning, mom is trying to save her. She wasn't there. Is my point, right? Not that where she was and what she was off doing wasn't important, but she don't listen. Has she listened? much higher probability that things would have been different that she could have been the one to dive in and get Riri maybe instead of her mother or whatever any number of things that could have been different so in her head is she partially blaming herself right because she's been at odds with her mother and not listening to her mother from the very beginning of the movie bucking tradition not wanting to do what she's told, not wanting to do what she says, not wanting to follow what the procedures are and so forth until now where she's forced into it because now her mother's gone, right? And even then, she don't really want to follow the tradition. So not necessarily is she to blame, but in her head is she to blame. I, know I, don't she she blames, I think she blames herself. Oh, no. Fact, she definitely she, blames herself. Yeah. I don't think it's her fault, but she 100% blames herself for her mother dying. Mm. I think <laughs> there's a part that, like, when she was when she was talking to Namor uh, back in the city, like, I, I feel like I feel like even though they still were not eye-to-eye on the whole entire situation, I, I do feel like there was a little bit of a, a better understanding it was a mutual respect yeah. building mm-hmm. that, was that there. didn't exist prior to that because there was never any attempt to actually get to know to do that. And at that point, like that was probably the first time I think as Princess Shuri, like she was doing something that was like royal, like something that you would see the royal side do. Now had her mother- She was doing the queen's job. Right. The queen was busy being angry and vengeful. Like there's an overarching theme in this film about that anger and that that vengeance, and it's a thing that exists in Black Panther the movie, but it's Killmonger's revenge and his anger. Where the first time we run into T'Challa, it's his anger and his revenge. And Civil War, he's on that path. That is on that path. Mm-hmm. He wants to chase down and kill Bucky because he believes Bucky killed his father. 
so he's on that vengeful path. It's not until the very end of that movie that he he's what's the name from killing himself and gets to a place where he's like, all right, we have to handle things differently. We have to do, we have to do things differently. Um, and then deals with that vengeance again in his own movie. But again, from Killmonger's perspective, but it opens his eyes, right? That vengeance, that anger that Killmonger has opens his eyes. That is still a running theme throughout this film, is the anger, the, the, the vengeance, right? So the queen is still holding on to that anger that she has, that she lets loose on Okoye. She's been holding on to it, you know what I mean, since the first movie, right? Um, that anger lost her husband she's angry about it but proud to see her son step up and step into this role lost her son now her daughter's missing her entire family's gone right okoye back the only other person who technically would have been family to her which is the nephew that took over and did you know whatever like again that anger that vengeance is still there and with shori gone she's you know they're the Wakandas are kind of like the Empire in Star Wars, where they just think they above, you know, whatever. And it's not that they're not being generous, because we don't have to give you your people back. They did just try to steal our stuff and attack our ship, but here's your people. You know, that sense of vulnerability, being vulnerable while also still attempting to act like you're the biggest, baddest thing on the planet, right? Like, you ain't just gonna let this dude walk in here and talk to you any kind of way. You saying on Wakandan land? Well, they not on Wakandan land when she goes to meet him this this second time, mm-hmm. and he says to her like, "Iceland, don't play with me." You know what I mean? She's like, "If my daughter is hurt, if my daughter's whatever," I, he's like, "Hey, look, man." She's like, "If my daughter's hurt, we telling the United States about you, like, like we, like we the almost Wakanda or whatever of the world, like we gonna tell the United. If you tell him, I'll kill you." Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come to Wakanda and I'm gonna kill you. Straight up, right? She's so angry, right? And she's so that she's and I get it, like she's moving in anger, but she's trying to do the thing that she feels like is the thing that needs to be done. She's not really listening to the council. She's not taking it on because she's still so angry, right? About all the stuff that's going on. That that vengeance, that anger has consumed her. And so what is happening to Wakanda is because she acted and because she wouldn't listen. She didn't listen to Shuri. You know, she goes, they rescue Shuri. Shuri's back. They're not listening to her. Mm-hmm. Right? She trying to tell them, hey, look, man, ain't no, this ain't no joke. And these folks, they ready to go. This is what they trying to do. They want to wage war against the whole planet. And they ready to. Like, they ready to wage war against the whole planet. Like, this is not a thing. They dangerous and we need to be we need to be preparing for this. It don't take but like, I swear it's only like an hour. Like, I feel like she was only home for like an hour before he came. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she didn't get to change clothes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, that's about all she did get to do was change clothes. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, it, 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 I think she's now she's in a place where she has to feel that anger is now coming from a place of her feeling like she wasn't doing what she was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. What she was told to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Her mother was trying to protect her. So 
Oh, nah, you're you're good. So, um, you know, so of course after everything goes down, um, Sherry finally gets there. You know, her rereading all them. And well, Riri's already there, of course. She so they put the kimono beads on Riri and the Queen to try to see if they can revive them back. Riri, of course, comes too, but the Queen never does. Um, personally, I didn't think this was gonna happen. I I didn't think they were gonna do this, but I feel like this, in order for her to become, I guess, the next leader to become Black, I think they needed the extra motivation to to put that through um so we end up having the second funeral in this movie which uh, geez was like i'm like jesus we did one at the beginning of the movie one just a little over midway through and you know sure now true now the opposite way shuri is all alone the same way the queen has said you know my whole entire family is gone it's now shuri really that's in that position now it's a through line. She she's Wanda now. Mm-hmm. She's whole, Wanda. Yeah. This is the the closest thing to this in the MCU is Wanda. Like there's a through line of like where Phase Four started and where we are now at the end of Phase Four. Mm-hmm. And Shuri literally having lost every person, everything, everybody that she had technically that's that's actual family is gone, and she's hot, bro. Very, and she's very, very much. On a Wanda kind of movement in this in this moment, uh, that is yeah. definite. And like after you know during the funeral, Baku comes up to her, you know, to trying to have you know have a little conversation with her. And you know he tells her, you know, I promised your brother that you know I would protect you, I would look out for you, and I would advise and give you advice on what should be done or what you need help with. And you know he asked, you know he asked her what he thought needed to be done, but he also asked, "What does your heart say?" And that was that moment that we saw that that rage that was that was built up. But she at least did acknowledge to Mbaku, you know, they were gonna move. Uh, I don't want to say refugees as of right now, because like I know the city's kind of in in bad shape, but they were gonna move all of them under Mbaku's care, at least for the foreseeable time, to make sure the people of Wakanda are safe. And, you know, she acknowledged that. But, you know, she was ready for revenge that she wanted this dude dead. She wants Namor dead. Um, now, because of all this, this is now what sparks uh, something that her mom tried to, you know, talk to her about at point in time. And that was trying to figure a way of bringing the Black Panther back and trying to recreate the the heart, the purple herb to, to give the abilities back. Um, you know, Riri came along and said, like, I, I'll help you however I can. You know, she's, she's just a uh, same level genius intellect that you'll probably get right now. And you know, she works through it. Sure, he does work through it. And after trial and error, still, I don't. We don't know exactly how much time passed in her doing that. But eventually, she's able to reproduce the herb. Um, and of course, you know, even though computer simulation, whatever, said that everything it was a ninety. I think it was a ninety-eight percent 
uh, match that it was going to actually work. And, you know, there was like, well, if it, once it's created, the only way for us to know if it's if it's truly there, it should glow. Uh, it did glow, and now her, Riri, and Nakia are in her are in her lab, and they're performing a pseudo ritual version of what they would do for the Black Panther to instill the abilities and have her, you know, go to the astral plane to speak to the ancestors in order to, you know, accept the power. And, you know, you know, the key as you know, do you want me to, you know, bury you in the sand, the whole typical thing? And she's like, no, like, I need you to be able to make sure if I go in like cardiac arrest, you can bring me out of this. And, and Riri's thinking like, oh, what? You serious? Like, like, man, I play too much, dog. <laughs> That's how I feel like Riri's like, man, y'all play too much. And she took them kimono yeah. beads and put them just right on her chest, like, oh, you see. Hey, bro, I want you to know they're kimoyo, they're kimoyo beads. They're not kimono beads. Cause kimono is like oh, a Japanese, like, like a, like yeah. A, <laughs> yeah. Um, but they go through. They start the ritual, and you know everything. Everything looks like it's it, it's going according to plan. Um, she drinks uh, the herb in its liquid form. You know we see the purple you know flowing through her veins are like yo this this is looking pretty legit and when she wakes up in the astral plane she's in like the throne room of wakanda she comes up out of water ironically where her mom passed that so you know initially i'm like oh it looks like as i know it's a, it's a kind of a messed up way but it looks like she is going to meet her mom it was a part of me that somehow in some shape or form, I don't know how they were going to do that. T'Challa was going to show up, even if it was just like an image, like she sees her brother for like a second and then maybe it just goes away or something like that. But she sees the throne and of course the throne is in front of her. So the back of the throne is to her and she sees that someone is sitting. And so she starts to walk around and, you know, all of us thinking that it's, it's going to be someone that, you know she loves but she gets to the front of this and i'm gonna say holy shit it was killmonger um i not i did not see that coming at all no no i just knew it was gonna be moms uh the audience went off though (laughs) oh the audience went off but i will tell you once you saw him I don't know about you, but you kind of, I was like, uh, this, this is that, this is that rage that we've been seeing building up this whole entire time. And I was like, I, I, I I didn't think this was going to be what the rage would end up leading to, but you know, she has a whole conversation about kill with Killmonger, um, about, you know, what truly needs to be done. And, you know, he asked, you know, are you going to be able to either take the same path that your brother did? Because, you know, she was like, you know, he's, he was naive. You know, he was always trying to save and do this, but in the end of it, he was naive. Or are you going to be like me? Are you going to be like me and get the job done? And I really thought at that point, like, I thought somebody, whether it was her mom, somebody was going to come out and intervene and kind of help her and put her on the right path um but of course 
that that didn't happen at all. What did what did y'all think about that whole entire scene? I thought it was dope. I thought it was dope throwing Killmonger in there. A nice little twist. Uh, I enjoyed their conversation about uh, you're more like me uh, than you want to admit. You know what I mean? Like we, I, I came in, I got the job done. You know what I mean? That, that's what you need to do. And and they're, I, I, I really enjoyed that twist and their discussion. I, I enjoyed that. What about you? I mean, they gave her, he said, like, you asked for me to be here. This is, this is, this is what you wanted. And it's a little crazy to think that she's like shocked by that. You know what I mean? Like she's, she's angry and that's why she's in that situation. And now she's more angry because she didn't get to see her mother. She didn't get to see her brother. She didn't get to so. But I think more importantly in that exchange is him asking her, like, why'd you, why'd you take it? You don't even believe that the astral plane exists, so why'd you take it? You know what I mean? You took it because you wanted to see if it exists, you know? Nah, you took it because you, you want the power because you want revenge. That's why you took it. You know what I mean? Each, you know, because, right, she don't believe in none of that stuff. She don't believe in the astral plane. She doesn't believe in the ritual. She doesn't believe in, do, you know, like, she told her mother when they sat down on the beach, like, you didn't see him, mother. That was your mind messing with you, trying to make you feel better about whatever. Like she tried to, you know, use technology and, you know, what she knows about the human brain and stuff like that to kind of just to, to speak it away. Mm-hmm. And her running into Killmonger was a double was a double take for her. Not only is it does it prove to her that the astral plane does actually exist because she does see somebody, but it also shows her that she's not in control, right? Like a lot of this is about her being in control. She's angry because she didn't have control over helping her brother to save his life. She didn't have control over that. She didn't have control over saving her mother. She wanted to try to save her. They're holding her back. She's trying to get to her mother. She doesn't have that control. She believes that the technology that she has by having Grio, her AI, like she even says to her mother, like AI isn't just some rogue thing. Like it does what I tell it to do, which is like, again, this is somebody who has lived through Ultron. <laughs> like I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, and has worked with Vision, like literally worked on Vision, but still somehow has it in her own head that she's completely in control of everything because she controls technology and this is proof to her that she doesn't have that which I think just further angers her because she doesn't want to relinquish control to something that is outside of her hands and that's what this does not only does she not get to see technically who she wants to see in the astral plane she's proven that something she doesn't believe exists does exist so you don't have control over that you don't have control over who it shows to you. It shows you who you need to see or technically who you wanted or needed to see because she took it in a moment of vengeance and in a moment of anger. Like, yep, this actually needs to work because I'm finna use this joint. If this works, 
like in her head when she takes it it's kind of like oh man i really hope this works but it's also like yo if this works i'm gonna kill namely i'm gonna kill this dude and that's where she is so like her seeing killmonger michael b jordan showing up is like but it's also for me personally it was confirmation that they didn't like take his body and just like stick that joint in a, in, a, in a in a in a spot like they had bucky in for like a year or whatever while they worked on him or whatever like they did i guess actually maybe sprinkle his ashes over the same ocean that talo khan is in because my man straight up said at the end of the jump sprinkle my joint over the oceans when my ancestors died oh so they just sprinkled some killmonger all over talo khan all right pretty much that's what's up. It all comes back. It's full right. circle. Full circle. I enjoyed it, dog. I thought it was dope. And and to see her be so angry, um, it wasn't a path I expected her to go down. You know what I mean? As a character mm-hmm. in this movie, it's it's not the path I was ex- I was expecting to see. So mm-hmm. I thought it was a dope twist. Dig it. And of course, when she woke up, you know she she was like, you know what? It didn't work. She was she was for sure <laughs> that because she saw Killmonger. It didn't work, and she got mad, and she punched uh, one of the things that normally will hold one of the suits, and that thing went flying and went into the wall, and everyone, I was like, oh, it, it, it worked. It worked, right? It, it, it most <laughs> certainly worked, right? Um, yeah, and the kid said, I think you're going to need a suit, and Riri said, I got some more of that Kool-Aid, though. Go ahead, let me get some of that purple Kool-Aid. What flavor is that? <laughs> That's harsh shaped earth flavor Kool Aid. Hey, dog, listen to me right now. If Kool Aid don't get what with Wakanda Marvel, Marvel and do the black and paint, do some heart shaped boy, if they don't make some purple Kool Aid, bro, just bring back purple source racks and just name it Wakanda hey, bro, that purple touch, bro. Yeah, they so now don't. Now, marketing. <laughs> I don't know who missed it. I don't know if it was Marvel. Oh, listen, they could sell Echo Cooler. You're not going to tell me they couldn't sell some Wakandan punch? (laughs) Easy. Easy. Some actual punch. G Fuel or one of them, one of the gaming. Hey, Hey, they need a partner with Marvel. And they slipped on that one, dog. They slipped on it. Yeah. Which also made me think to myself yeah, you can simulate the herb now. Yeah, I need to do like Tyler Khan. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, get, everybody get a sip. You get Y'all a sip. What? You get a sip. Everybody, everybody get some of that. You know, at that point, right, right. There, now, that would put everybody on a, a even playing field. For That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But by that time, of course, it's happened. She has the power. She has the ability. She needs a suit now. Um, and this gives us a, a moment to once again kind of go back through memory lane. We see the different Black Panther helmets that T'Challa wore. One, if I'm not mistaken, one was the Civil War outfit uh, helmet that was there, and then one of them, I believe, was the one uh, from like Infinity War Endgame when he came back. Um, but after we pass through the two of them, there's a third one. It's the one that Shuri's going to don, of course. It has those the similarities of merging both the, the traditional Black Panther suit and Killmonger's suit that he wore with both the silver and the gold accents that you could see on there for it. Um, and it has her funeral, her funeral wear. Mm-hmm. Going around it. So it was pretty cool to see like these these 
infusions of different things going into it once like clearly there's some memento things that are in that suit even though you know she's in her rage she's angry she still has these moments that she puts into that suit for it um and then of course there's other suits being built uh before we jump back to the uh, over to the jabari tribe there's other suits and things that are going to be built um but we see fast forward we fast forward back over to the jabari tribe where mbaku the elders and everybody currently are now residing um and pretty much trying to figure out what to do and what are they going to do with namor because at this point clearly they know that he's a threat and there's nothing really that they can do at this point and of course a ship shows up overhead we get a black panther that jumps out and you know everyone is ecstatic to see that shuri is the black panther and of course that to establish the fact that she has the powers of the black panther her and mbaku do like a an air arm wrestling match yeah. And a little weird, but <laughs> I, I, don't, I just thought it was, it was for a, a second. Weird. It was almost like a salute, like let's shake hands. I thought it was just gonna be a dab. I just thought it was the dab. It was kind of, it was kind of, it was a strength dab. <laughs> yeah. It was like a strength, a strength test dab. And clearly, yeah. he wasn't expecting it at first. And she just went, and it's like, oh yeah, she, 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 she the real thing. She the real thing right here. She got the herb back. Yeah. Um, you know they start having the whole conversation and then it gets to the point where it ends up just being Shuri and Mbaku in there having a conversation and you know this is where once again we see that rage that that Killmonger side start to show back up and she's like listen I want that to be dead and I'm gonna and I'm gonna do it and you know Mbaku's kind of like you know, just Usa pump the brakes, but it's like at the end of the day, you know, he's gonna do what or well, he's gonna do what she asked to be done. To defend Wakanda is what he's really looking for. But he tries to, you know, make her understand that he try to know, talk her down. Yeah, that killing him is not gonna bring anybody back. And you're just gonna go down this path and you're gonna get stuck in it. But she's at this point right now is she's ready to kill this dude and she's like i'm gonna kill him and you gonna help me like you and, and you gonna do it that's basically like where she was like you know he asked like let me get let me get a moment with her you know just just me and her so he could try to he try to talk her down um you know and he tried to explain you know he's like listen i don't you you talking about waging an eternal war Right. You talking about waging a war that's not going away? Like I don't want that for my kids. I don't want that for my people. I don't want my people to be at war for the rest of their lives. Like that's what you're talking about doing. She was like, you know what? You right. And we're gonna do it anyway, dog. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just. She's like, yeah, nah, dog. I, Slim, I got this, but I got this power now. She ain't wanna hear nothing. Go no. <clears throat> She wants him dead. That's all she cared about. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, at this point now, they got to formulate a plan, and they they initially don't know exactly what it is they're gonna do to to pull and lure Namor back out into the open. Because I know, we know they 
there's no way they're going to be able to go to Talakon and fight them. That is just not. That is just not. Yeah, he gave them two weeks. Yeah. He told them, he said in two, I'm pretty sure he said in two weeks, in two weeks time, I'll be back. Mm-hmm. Y'all better be ready to join up or get whopped. Yeah, so they, they had to take it to him. So they had to figure out a plan. Um, they figured something out. and well, they, But in the meantime, you know, they are, they're getting prepared. You know, we get to see Riri um, kind of in another Tony Stark moment. She's building, she's building her suit. Um, we see her doing, you know, got the hammer, you know, banging away, trying to uh, trying to build the suit. I'm pretty sure that whole at this point, that whole suit's vibranium, which is pretty, which is pretty dope. It is. Yeah, um, that's why they didn't let her keep it. Uh, no, the moment, the moment I, I, I saw the suit, I was like, oh she keeping that. I was like, there was, there was no way they were gonna let her hold it. That literally would have been the exact same Tony Stark. Hey, I made you a new suit. Here, take it and go. But the suit wasn't made of vibranium. But um, and then of course, Okoye is not a part of the door anymore. But you know she's gonna get involved because she's gonna protect Wakanda. I forget, I forget, I forget the name of what the suit was. The ugly suit. The ugly. <laughs> it's right here, um, it hey, had a for name the, for the midnight. For the midnight, the midnight angel. yeah. 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 Like, Midnight Angel um, is a is a thing in the comics. Yeah. It's like a they're like an offset of the of the Dora um that came like Doctor Doom actually managed to steal all the vibranium in Wakanda and T'Challa put together like a group of of the Dora who are like the top tier. They're like the best of the Dora. Mm-hmm. And they be the Midnight Angels. It's actually led by the 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 one who played like the doctor Aneka, mm-hmm. the, the one who was who who like um who Okoye went to mm-hmm. like in the comics she basically led them um and again they're kind of like an offshoot of the mm-hmm. of the door but they're like the best of the best of the door okay yeah but yeah so we got suits all around and like that's another theory like I, I don't know this whole armor wars thing i, I don't know about you. I, I feel like there's like small pieces of that that we're starting to see that everybody is getting like suits of armor and stuff out of that i, I could just be reading too much into that now but i mean the fact they turn it into a movie instead of a show is weird to me but yeah i, I don't know there's, there's, a, there's a lot of armor being thrown around now so um we'll, we'll find out but um so we see everything's forming up there um, we go back to Namor and you know he's getting he gets the message that oh they digging for vibranium again with the machine you know he's like he, he takes the squad and they go out they find the machine and they come find it you know what it's a whole trap and you know that thing emits like the same type of thing that they were using against Everybody like the uh, the people on the first rig and Wakanda to make them go in that trance. They just make one that just it just annoys like it just makes their English. So they have to go up above water. And the moment they come up above water, Condens had cloak ship just chilling there waiting for him. And of course, Shuri's at the top of the ship and she hits she hits the chant to rally everybody together. It, it, another one of those moments that. Well, I'm Another one of those I was like, okay. 
waiting. Um, and this is where the the wreckage starts to ensue at this point. Um, and I know, Sen, I know this is this is this is the part where I know me and you have a small part. It's like where you were talking about Gage earlier on with the the, the zombies, how they just came back. I actually it didn't bother me until we got to the end because it, it finally hit me. I was like, wait a minute, they're gonna fight all these dudes. And they're just going to keep coming back. It didn't hit me until we got to the end uh, during that fight. Um, but, of course, every everybody's involved in the fight. Riri Williams has been to take on Namor at a point. And I was, part of me was like, I don't know if this is how you want to start. Like, I know they say go for the biggest dude in the yard you know like like when you're fighting but i don't know if this is how you want to start things out um but i, I will admit though she got a couple of good shots in on namor that i did i, I was not i was not she expecting she managed to piss him off oh <laughs> just, just 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 a little bit um but clearly, there there was a plan. Um, we had we've seen the conversation between uh, Shuri and Riri earlier on, trying to figure out what it is they could do to stop Namor because he's just he's just too strong. And they had to put two and two together. Like they know, obviously, you know, he's made the statement about being a mutant. Um, but they know, you know, underwater, unlike the rest of his, unlike the rest of his people, you know, he doesn't he doesn't need. An apparatus or anything to come to the surface and breathe or be underwater he just he just stays exactly the same on both land and when he's in the water um and then the plan just came out you know we need to dry him out like i, I don't know i thought that was kind of just too- nah, they specifically spoke about yeah. the fact that he like sense, went back to the water yeah came back out like he went back and it almost like recharged himself before he came back out like they yeah. specifically talk about that and it drained the moisture out of it yeah yeah so i thought that was ironic of a fish They're like yeah we just need to dry them out but um they figured that out figured out a plan for you know even though we knew i saw really going at namor clearly there was a plan involved with it and it was to figure out how to get this man on board one of the wakandan ships that they had suited um with these special rays that would pretty much dry his skin out um, eventually, they did were able to subdue him, get him on the ship. Uh, Shuri, of course, got in that ship, and they—I I don't know—I was mad that this fight was about to just occur on the inside of the little small ship that was just going to be confined in there. But hey, like, hey, name what's it? No, I tear this whole thing apart. <laughs> I, I, I was about to be a little upset if that's how it went down, but um, you know, once he he had a spear, he ended up blowing like the whole ship essentially just disintegrated. Um, Shuri was telling the AI, of course, we need to get the ship to the desert. Um, obviously, it makes sense. Desert would be the next mm-hmm. driest place that you could have that will probably dry them out the exact same way. Um, probably before they could get to the true area of the desert the uh, the ship ended up of course 
because of Namor just falling to pieces like right on the shores of where um, they were trying to get you on there. And, and so we had that I don't know if you want to call that a big battle between Shuri and Namor. Um, I don't know about y'all that fight just didn't it just didn't melt well for me. Uh, did y'all feel the same way? The, the fight was cool. I, I, it was the end of the fight that I, that I hated. <laughs> How she defeats quote unquote Namor. Well, she does the whole Wakanda forever and burns with the thing. I was like, nah, run that back. No, nah, that was cheesy. Like, don't, don't, <laughs> don't just do that and scream about Wakanda forever. I, I that part threw me out of it. <laughs> like, all right, that was that was bad. That was cheesy. I was that part like when she, you know, he impaled her with the spear. He was gonna try to make his way back. I'm like, okay, she's gonna come back. We're gonna have another little battle, but uh, I, I get say, it. When she cut his little his little winglet off his ankle, that looked like it hurt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. oh, he screamed. Oh, what? Bloody murder. He like, yeah, I almost grabbed my ankle and see like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a Peter Griffin moment out here. But, um, yeah, that. I mean, that, look, my thing is kind of like when she got, when he, when he ran her through with that spear. Oh, we lost it. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a damn minute. People started crying all around me. I'm like, hey, hold up. Y'all just want to kill off the whole family in this movie? <laughs> Everybody died, man. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess, I guess Nakia about to be the Black Panther. Like, <laughs> where's Riri? I'm thinking, listen, I thought maybe Riri gonna show up, fly over the joint or something. And it was, listen, she needed to do it herself. Yeah. Nah. You, I mean, yeah, the fight wasn't bad. It did end corny. It was a, it was a, it was a pretty, it was a pretty. Lackluster ending, you know what I mean? For her to just like blow up the ship or whatever, like use the ship's thruster. I don't know, dog, because after that happened, they flew back together like a tag team, and I don't know who went and picked them up because they ship was blown that was up. Another ship. That was a whole other ship. I don't know where, but but jokes. <laughs> where in the did that ship come from? I, who went and got them? Cause everybody else was fighting, dog. Everybody was fighting, bro. I don't know, like the Grio just did it again, and another one powered up somewhere, and just. I mean, I can appreciate it, like yo. I gotta get slim to the beach, but I can't beat this man if I don't yeah. get him. He gotta go to the beach, um, and, and you know he's like slim. I got to get some water, dog. <laughs> I got to get back to this. I am thirsty. Ooh, I am famished and I need Yeah you are My man was bleeding out his little uh, Wing And Yeah I nah, I didn't. I mean I thought that was cool I, I mean look the Wakandans was definitely overpowered Like they thought they had it Yeah. Namora Bust a little vibration mm-hmm. Sound thing they had And all of a sudden here come the whales bro And I was like oh it's over Big old whale. I was like, what? As soon as them joints start coming through, I said, look, they had listen, they showed up with their siren song. Wakanda was just jumping off stuff. I st- oh no. This is oh no. They doing it again. 
you know, I mean, they was putting up a good fight, bro. But I just yeah. felt like, why was that? Why was the top of that ship so small? And like, it just wasn't no space. I don't know, dog. The whole end of the joint, like the CG on it, wasn't great. It looked like they was on blue screen. All the joint, they was. I, the whole end of that joint was like, okay. We had an issue with money. We did some reshoots. We had to fix some things, change some stuff. Every joint on that ship, dog, was like, hey, dog, why is this so fake? Why does it look so fake? Why does it look like the end of Black Widow right now? Like, it just was like, I I, I just, I'm okay. Well, you know, I appreciated that they gave Okoye a moment again with a tumor. For them to like face off again, they had a good fight. I, I, I was enjoying that fight. I thought that was dope. It was cool, but it just, you know, it felt like they got to this climax and they just weren't positive what the best way to way bring to it to a close was. Um, and so they just was like, all right, let's just have him uh, kiss and make up at the end and be friends. You know what I mean? And just kind of come back like, ah, so yeah, everybody go home. Like, yeah. they more concerned on the eyes, y'all. Everything's good now. Y'all go go home. That, that was the other part I didn't like when they when they pull up. You know, Namor grounds his troops. All right, y'all, it's over. He said his little chant. They all get down and you know do it back. And she goes, "Wakanda forever." I'm like, no, no. That's what he's supposed to do to keep on back. And they're supposed to chant it back. Like, should have did that. But she couldn't because right she had one hand holding on, so she couldn't use both hands to even do the joint. It wasn't. It wasn't right. Yeah. Um, I just felt like that wasn't that wasn't the place to to to. Man, do just to do the e Bombay and let everybody chant it back. They did that chant. Let's do ours. You know, let's just. Well, nah, because Bombay is when they getting ready to go fight. You don't say that when the fight's <laughs> over. That would have been wrong. That definitely would have been it wrong. It would have sounded better at that moment. That's all. It just would have sounded better. Look, you have to end the movie by saying the name of the movie. It's well, that she did that when she turned on the, the jet engine <laughs> on day I know. She had already done it once. And that was probably supposed to be the end. Who knows, dog? Like, I don't know. Somebody made a rewrite at the end. It was like, well, nah, we have to have them appear together. How are we going to save the Wakandas that are on top of the ship? Like, I don't... You know, I, it just, it's its just, it's one of them things, man. I, I don't, the ending of this movie is saved by Shuri going to visit Nakia. Mm-hmm. Like, another another one of them. Period. In the gut. Quiet. Ah. Yeah. In, in the gut, it's quiet. You can, you can hear a pin drop in there and you can feel it at the same time once again. Mm. It was great. It was great hearing hearing Rihanna sing the song. Oh, when that song came on, I, I was never heard. Uh, finally, take the time to burn. Like, well, you know, for her to go to her and say, "I, I think I'm ready." You know, I, everything's ready. You could do it. And she's like the fact that she was accepting of. Let me, let me, let me do the tradition. Let me, mm-hmm. you know, she is the queen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or at least she's supposed to be. Right. Hey, right. here comes your Black Panther. Nope. Oh, oh <laughs> I'm here to challenge for the throne. but I am here. So I like that. I do like that. It's like, all right, he's about to challenge for the throne. He'll be the person that is the king of Wakanda. Like nobody gonna be Slim. 
So he's about to be the king of Wakanda, which is dope. And she gets to go on being a Black Panther. And that, I think, is dope. I think that works. You know what I mean for me? Um, so I thought that was cool. Her going and being accepting of, like, let me try to follow some tradition because I've been bucking it and fighting it. And I do know the astral plane actually exists. Let me go try to get a moment. You know what I mean? And, and, and have that. And so... Yeah, that, that moment of her stopping and, and putting the, the, the clothing on the bonfire, you know, she was supposed to burn her funeral clothes anyway, and she didn't. And then she ended up having to wear them again for her mother's funeral. Yeah. Um, so this burning was a double. It was for her brother and for her mother. Um, and so her saying, I think I need to do this by myself, I thought was, was cool. Um, but then the way that joint is interrupted, bruh, Oh, mm. gut punch after gut punch. <laughs> oh man! You know, before the after the, that mid credit scene hit, you know, uh, the Rihanna song played. I tell you, it was the same silence that was in the beginning when they did the Marvel run that was mm-hmm. on it. Normally, by the time you get to that end of the movie, most people, you know, we're in there either applauding. Or and like it was just it was just complete silence. And part of me, part of me, I was like, you know, as much as I typically want an after credit scene from a Marvel movie, I was like, you know, if you just end it there, I, I think I'm okay. Because I was like, I didn't want it to be an after credit scene that like built like the next MCU movie or something like that. I felt that would have just like taken away from the ambiance on what it did. And then we get to the scene that uh, it, that broke broke everybody in the theater. I yeah. yeah. So then you see Nikia walking up on the beach with little man. I was like, oh I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I, I was like, like come on, bro. Like like you gonna kill us before we leave this movie. <laughs> Just keep hitting us with these things, man, back to back. I looked at I looked at Tatiana in the theater, and I was like, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. They say that this child's name is Tatala Jr. I'm going to lose it. Did you, did you lose yeah, it? I guess you lost Oh, you know you lost <laughs> it. I was like, I, I was like, ah. Oh. But. My man's name was Toussaint, which is also dope. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, what my real name T'Challa, son of T'Challa. I, I, said, oh. I, heard, I heard so many people just they couldn't hold it back no more. Had to just let it out. Yeah, and she said like, you know, when she asked like, did my mother meet him? She was like, yeah. She knew, knew about him. We decided, you know, your brother and I decided it would be better for him to be raised away from the pressure, away from. You know all of that like we made that decision together and so you know it kind of sheds a little bit of light on the idea that like she didn't run and that that also yeah. meant that like if she had shown up to the funeral she would have had to bring him, bring him. Mm-hmm. she would have had to bring him. but that they had already had that conversation that she was aware that he was sick she was the only one that was aware that he was sick and his son was aware that he was sick and they were prepared for his death already even though nobody else was they were because he told them he let them know and so 
they had already kind of mentally prepared themselves for it. But if she shows up to the funeral and shows up with this child, what does that do? That's an upheaval. Like, what does that do to Wakanda? What does that do when it's like, yo, hold on, because he's now he's the king. He's he can't be Black Panther, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what, you know what I mean? Like, what does that do? So, um, yeah, it just kind of put a lot of stuff in perspective and they they did a I think a great job of using the fact that she wasn't around for what was going on with Thanos and what was going on you know she left right after that she was pregnant couldn't she be was, doing you know, all that yeah you know at the end of that first movie you see them together and then that's that pan up it's that kiss and then it's that pan up and it was like oh, all yep. right Prince you know. Charlie was born the second yeah Mm-hmm. I said straight up like I need to introduce you to your nephew she hit the what, what? what? <laughs> yeah what? yeah so you know um, I don't know if, if if her mother didn't meet him until she came to see her mm-hmm. which is possible she mm-hmm. or she known before that yeah I don't know if she knew before that Cause there's a there's almost a part of me that might have felt like she wouldn't have asked her to go get Shuri if she had known no like at least before that you know what I mean um but yeah so yeah man tough but good ending I, I look I'm glad they broke Ross out. CIA don't have him, but what does that mean? Mm-hmm. gonna take him back to Wakanda and he's gonna be hiding in Wakanda? He does be, that mean he's gonna be Bucky too? The Thunderbolts are coming after Slim? I think we find out in the Thunderbolts. <laughs> what, what, what I think we too. may see a piece of that beforehand. <laughs> Definitely possible. Um, you know, we'll see. Let's wrap it up, jokes. So. Y'all, this has been your spoiler voice for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um, this was this was this was a doozy the whole way through, but um, are we still on board with our same scores? I still got my nine. Sin, you still on the same? I, I, place? I'm still at a nine. Yes. Uh, Gage, you said seven, eight. Where 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 are you sitting? I'm still sitting at a seven, though. They left me hanging with that. You know, man, them undead dudes, man, them environments coming back to life, dog. That's that's witness protection for me. It's witness protection. Somebody got that. Listen, you're gonna have and a the end of it is like, and and like the ending, like they just they lost it. Like if the ending, I can forgive that if the ending had been clean. The ending's not clean, bro. It's not like, Joe, you can give it a nine if you want to, but you don't like the ending. Yeah, like you're it's getting padding because it's so sad, right? And I get that. Like I, I know, like the after credit scene and. the there's some cleanup there, but like without that, without like the after credit joint, I would say without it, it'll be in the eight, but it I doesn't quite, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm out of seven. I think, I think for real, where I'm sitting at is I thought it was a good movie, I don't think I liked it better than Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi was an eight, I think Shang-Chi was a better movie. I think through and through from beginning to end, just there was a lot they had to do in this movie. There's a lot they had to clean up. You're trying to introduce an entire race of people and explain an origin story. And there's a lot going on. You got to deal with the, the death of Chadwick. You have to, you know, 
figure out how and who's going to be a new Black Panther. Like, there's so much that's going on in it um, that at moments it does feel slightly disjointed. And again, I feel like the ending just didn't quite come together well. Um, I think considering the task at hand, they did a phenomenal job. And it's hard to use the word phenomenal and talk about how much I did enjoy this movie and still give it a seven. But I have to be honest about that. I do. I think that like when I look at all of phase four and what's been going on in phase four, um, for this to be the cap to phase four, I think it's solid. But I think that Shang-Chi was a better movie. I think it was put together better. I think from beginning to end, it was a cleaner film. Um, And I think I enjoyed it just like that much more. Chad was passing notwithstanding. Like, I can't give it extra points because of that. I don't think that's necessarily fair. Even though that is a thing they had to deal with as filmmakers and writers and so forth. Having to top the last one. Um, There's a part of me that feels like... And take this how you want. They would have had actually a harder time topping the first film if Chadwick was still alive. They was able to just move forward with Chadwick as Black Panther and didn't have, you know, a lot of what people are feeling about this movie is the emotion that is specifically tied to the loss of Chadwick and what he meant to all of us as a community and how there's a through line with that into what he meant to the MCU and as Black Panther kind of have to take some of that out of it in terms of looking at the movie and what the movie is so yeah there are some outside influences that you know what i mean have an effect on it but i feel like a lot of people and where they're sitting and how they feel about this movie has so much more to do with how they feel about chadwick and the loss of chadwick than it does about the movie and how good the movie actually is and it's super difficult to separate those things from one another but to a certain extent, I think you kind of have to. Um, I can't go into it with just like, you know, again, like that part of me that feels like this joint would only is only better than Shang-Chi because of all the emotion I had tied to Chadwick, like shedding tears and feeling like I don't think that's fair to the to, to other people. I just think when I look at it, I think that for all the movies that are part of this, it's probably No Way Home, Shang-Chi, and then Black Panther. And you know what I'm saying? As far as like what, what that list is, or like what the, and then Doctor Strange, probably. You know what I mean? Under that. Um, and so I, I think, yeah, I think a seven is where I'm at. I mean, I could maybe flex to an eight, but I'm still sitting at a seven right now. I might feel differently after I see it again, and I probably yeah. will see it again before the end of this week. But same here. Seven is where I am. I'm trying not to give it. I'm trying not to give it bonus points. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I love how they handled it because I think that's but that's the thing they had to do. Um. So. Dig it. So nine for me, nine for sin, seven for gauge. Um, you said nine or eight? Sure. 
No, you said nine. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two nines and a cool. seven. Oh yeah. Nine. Okay. Cool. Gotcha. So with that, we're gonna wrap up this episode of Spoiler Boys for you. Uh, make sure keep dialed in for our next edition when it comes out. But until then, we shall catch you later. Loading snacks. Help! Help!